Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Everybody, 1234 in Edmonton. Bob Soffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. And uh, we are going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We are pleased to be joined by John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Hello, John. How you doing? Good. I, I mean, you're playing the Doobie Brothers for a whole song, Bob. I thought you were grooving in there. That was good. Well, it's uh, whose birthday is it today again? Tom Johnston. Tom Johnston from the. Oh, there wow. we go. That's why. Yeah. There we go. Hey, uh, you can uh, text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I we're Brendan brought up uh, and we've talked about this a bit about maybe the changing landscape and perception of Ken Holland here. The Oilers go three rounds of the playoffs. The organization, the only one in the NHL that's still got. Uh, well, they've had ten for ten first round picks over the last ten years. They've kept them all. They're all still in the organization. We're going to go to your neck of the woods. We're going to go to Penticton. Well, uh, I think we're going to go there, but uh, the Oilers are going there for sure. Third week of September, and the Oilers could have four first round picks, and Brendan started saying, you know, do you think maybe the perception of Ken has changed a bit with the fans? Because he did hold the picks. Uh, this text comes in out of BC. It says, Bob, would you rather have a cup now or watching Borgo and Holloway compete for the Spangler Cup in four years? So obviously this texter out of BC is not a big fan. Uh, um, a big fan of where we're at here. Uh, in terms of with the, with the, but just give me your thought process on, on a general manager who believes in drafting and development. Well, I think think if you look at a, a track record, Bob, I mean, Kenny Holland's track record uh, over the last three decades is, is, you know, is hard to challenge when, you know, his last I checked, his, you know, the goal is to win the Stanley Cup and his name is on the Stanley Cup, what, at least four times. Yeah. Uh, and three of those is the general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, and, you know, 
Being a manager in the National Hockey League is not a popularity contest. Being a manager is to build a winner and one that can, you know, contend on a regular basis. Uh, that philosophy is not necessarily held by everybody because some teams and some managers want to win and then rebuild, win and then rebuild. Uh, but when you look at uh, when you look at the teams that are are designed around superstars, and you, know, you look at Pittsburgh, you look at what Chicago has did for a decade, what what the Red Wings did for more than a decade. Uh, you build around stars, and so uh, Kenny's opportunity to build around Leon and Connor, um, I think he's doing the right thing and trying to find a way to uh, appease those who want to win, win right now, which I think he's solved that problem, and yet put the organization in a good stead for a long period of time. Yeah, it is interesting, and Ken, uh, you know, went to the U18 championship, which was held in Red Deer, uh, you know, was at the opening week of uh, when we had him on last Monday. John, he was, uh, you know, in town for the World Juniors as well. So he's here for the first week a lot. And next year is a real deep draft, especially for forwards. And I just get the sense that, hey, when the GM is at the event, actually gets to see some of the kids play, to me, that enhances the probability that he might be holding on to his own number one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also think that, as you mentioned earlier, I think that there is a there is an overarching philosophy that we're you know it will have to be a special time and a special place uh, to to lose a first round pick. Period. You know, if if they feel that they're one player away from going all the way to the Stanley Cup and winning it, which is not ever a guarantee. Um, then he might do it, but in, in, in building a team, I mean, I think you have to build for the next decade with those first-round picks. You and I have had this conversation tons of times. I and you know, I, I've never been a manager, but I've been around enough managers to, to talk about it and 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 know guys that have different philosophies. Uh, and 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 some say, you know what, I'm going to do everything I can all the time to win right now because the pressure's on me from fans, from ownership to win right now. Or there are, there's there's a guy who believes that I'm going to take my time and make sure that this franchise is relevant for a decade. Um, and, and you know, each one of those rationales has its point and can keep people happy. Here's here's the thing. Uh, what what will it take for? What will it take for an Oiler fan to be happy for three consecutive years? What will it what would it take, Bob? Final four finish, maybe with a Stanley Cup championship. Well, I'll tell you what. If you if you go to the the, the conference final two years in a row, they'll still be ticked off at you that you didn't win. You know, it, you know, it's it, it will always be hard to. Uh, to appease a fan base, you know, I would, I, I suspect that, that you know, Oiler fans who uh, who deserve a championship, uh, you want to win that championship two out of those three times, and why can't they? They've got Connor McDavid, they got Leon Dreisaitl. Now you need to build a, 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 a beyond the core group to have people that can help to support the team and be a consistent winner. You know, rem you know that. <laughs> All I have to do, you know, look at Carolina. Carolina was one of those teams that won a Stanley Cup and the following year didn't miss, didn't make the playoffs. 
Um, New Jersey did a similar thing. Won the Stanley Cup, didn't make the playoffs. I don't think Oilers fans would tolerate that. I, I think that they, they want consistency, they want regularity, and they want to be in that championship series a heck of a lot more than most teams can provide them. Um, but the only way you do that is if you have a good core of your own people, uh, particularly if you're as good a team as the Oilers expect to be, you're going to be drafting 25 to 32. Yeah. Dylan has texted us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. If you're a true Oilers fan, you can see where uh, Ken Holland is taking us and have been happy with the last three years. Way too many bandwagon fans in this city from Dylan. I, I got to tell you, I think the Oilers have a pretty good fan base. Like, there were some lean years oh, there. The Oilers for... have a great fan base. Yes. Oilers have a great fan base. And, uh, you know, you and I, again, another topic you and I've talked about. I think I think Oilers fans are the second most loyal and passionate fan base in the country and probably in the top five in the National Hockey League sure. for that reason. John you know, Edmonton and Montreal. Yeah, those are the two. John Shannon joining us. John, I'm going to totally... Uh, well, you know what? we got Jay Woodcroft coming up here at 105. Uh, any thoughts on maybe the biggest question mark from your perspective uh, for, for Jay and his staff heading into the uh, preseason here? How do you replace Duncan Keith's leadership? You know, there's a lot, again, and people are going to be, they're, they're driving uh, down the white mud right now saying, Duncan Keith! Well, I'm telling you right now, Duncan Keith may not have been an elite defenseman, but he was an elite leader. And I think, and and Duncan Keith came to town to do exactly what he was supposed to do was was teach leadership. And so, and and Jay knows this because you know at a certain point the players play the game. The players have to lead themselves. Who's going to replace Duncan Keith's leadership? That to me is a huge, huge story that Jay, I'm sure, has contemplated himself in trying to figure out what he and. Dave Manson and Glenn Gullitson and the, the rest of the staff are going to go through. All right. Now we're going to talk about some TV and some radio. You started the uh, Maple Leafs TV, right? Yes. Leafs TV in 2001. Yeah. What's going on with that right now? Because I received a message today uh, from a guy by the name of Trent who follows these sort of things. Is it no longer up and running or have they taken a hiatus? Well, the name, the, the, the name, the name has changed uh, over the last, after I left, uh, they, you know, they got some brand people in there to figure out and they, they changed it to Leafs Nations Network. Um, and then again, after I left, what they did do was they took, we, we had finally convinced everybody that we needed actual live games on the channel in order to make it viable. Okay. They took all the games off. They took all the games off the channel. So its role in talking to Maple Leaf fans changed, um, and it became much more internet based, much more online based than it was a regular TV channel. Uh, and I, I think that when you look at uh, at the uh, uh, the landscape of television uh, in this country and particularly in Southern Ontario, uh, the role that a channel for Maple Leaf fans plays, it only works if you have games on it. And if there are no games on it, you have to wonder what its future would be. And I think that's probably the, what's being contemplated right now. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Because, you know, I've had people suggest to me, 
Well, you know, a version of Oilers TV could work in Edmonton, a subscription-based. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I certainly think that that's viable, but and um, you know, I, I, you have to wonder, uh, you know, what does it make sense to do one with both Calgary and Edmonton, Bob? Does that make it more viable? Yeah. Um, you know, the 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 audience size in Alberta uh, is still not anywhere as large as Southern Ontario. Um, but you still have to be able to deliver compelling content. Yeah. You know, how many times do you, how many times will you watch Wayne Gretzky's uh, 50 goals in 39 games at night uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers? How many, you know, that becomes the real challenge. You need to be able to do it and put games on there, Bob, and that's really the key. You need to be able to, and to build right. uh, an audience, uh, an audience, an audience for a pregame show, a postgame show, um, and, and compelling content on a daily basis. And then, Bob, what, what do you do in the summertime? Oh, well, what you know. What do you do in the summertime? I, do you know how many days of, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, it's hard. Well, you know this because you've it's got the hard. podcast going with Bob McGowan. Uh, which has the Bob Stoffer exemption, so I'll never appear on it. But you, uh, you have the podcast, and you keep the pod. You have really? the pod. You have the podcast going all summer, right? And we do. Oh, this I think we we do be, we do for one reason. We do for one reason because every other hockey podcast is shut down. Yeah. So we we think there's a void to fill. We and but it's a challenge. I mean, an hour a day is one thing. An hour a day is one thing. Try to create six or seven hours uh -huh. of content on a daily basis uh -huh. in the summertime right. about so, hockey. It's well, hard. We do this two-hour show called Oilers Now. It's a little show in Edmonton. And I can yeah. tell you right now yeah. that I have color guys around the league, because as you know, I do color. And they're like, you do color and you do a show year-round? I'm like, yeah, we do like 50 out of 52 weeks. During the pandemic, we did 100 out of 101 weeks. You know, that's our fan base. They, they, they love it. And, uh, you know, and, and hey, it's not always super intense. Sometimes we, you know, it's it's a lot. The trade deadline or free agency day is a lot different than a, a Friday throwaway show. But you know how it is. So. Sure. Well, you know what? I The reason your show is the great guests. That's the key. Well, yeah. You know, if only you could upgrade your guests with a really good guy out of Edmonton one time. Uh, this text comes in from Cactus Jack. Shannon is right. It's the SEC Network, not Bama TV. Battle of Four Alberta. So he's saying it needs to be an yeah. Alberta-based uh, if you were ever to go down that path. That's an interesting perspective. Well, I, absolutely. Have you? Well, look, look at let's 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 be practical. Look at look at the deal that has been cut between with Sportsnet. You know what you don't you, you know it's a it's an Alberta contract. It's not a Calgary contract and an Edmonton contract. It's an Alberta con contract. Uh, if if you if you did it the way. All the other regional deals are done in the United States, for instance, which is what what most teams are allowed to do. Um, could you imagine, you know, living on the south side of Red Deer, being told you're in Calgary Flames territory and you couldn't listen to or watch Edmonton Oilers television? You don't want to do that. That's not a that's not smart business. Smart business is Alberta is a great hockey market. And there's room enough for both the Flaves and the Oilers to thrive. Battle for Alberta. But have you heard anything about this Vancouver radio rights thing? 
Are they taking this thing in? How, what, have you heard anything on this? A, I, a little bit, a, a little bit, a, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Potentially, they they feel that, and I, I don't know this uh, talking to anybody inside, but uh, potentially they feel they can't generate enough revenue hmm. um, on on a TV on a radio rights deal that they the revenue they can generate online. You know, online online is uh, it's 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 becoming an easier and easier component um, to justify. Uh, you know, I you know the, there's one team in the CFL that has already done it. Hamilton, uh, it's a great success uh, in Hamilton, and uh, so from from that perspective, you you, you and, and I mean the Los Angeles Kings have done this, the San Jose Sharks have done this, the New Jersey Devils have done this. So uh, it's uh, it's the ever-changing uh, world of how we consume live sports. Have you watched watched much of the World Juniors? No, I honestly I haven't. I, I have. The weather's been too nice. My golf game's been too bad. Um, you know, it's funny. Funny. I have friends at TSN, and they said, "Have you watched?" They said, "No," but. You know, the closer we get to the medal games, I will. Yeah. And, uh, but you know what? That's the, that's true for the World Juniors when they're at Christmas time too. You know, the interest in the numbers grow exponentially as we get closer to the gold medal games. Yeah. John, great stuff. Thank you for your time. Okay, Bob. I'll, and I'll, I'll try to get you off that, uh, that no fly list. So. Work your magic. <laughs> That is John Shannon. I'll talk to the producer. <laughs> See if we can make it happen. Our NHL insider, John Shannon, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. We will tell you that guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Uh, when we come back, we will hear a quick clip from Ken Holland, Jay Woodcroft coming up at 105, and Scott Housen, the President and Commissioner of the American Hockey League, when we return. You are just pounding the Doobie Brothers today. This is my last one. Second hour, I'll be fresh. Like last week, we, we came back from the holiday, and we're all over Woodstock 99 train wreck after watching it on Netflix. So how about this? There's uh, two documentaries out right now on the largest bank heist ever in South America, one in Brazil and one in Argentina. They're done completely uh, differently. One of them's got a bit of a magic realism feel to it. So I I started watching one and then I went back and, and thought I was continuing to watch the one I started and realized, wait a sec, this one's in Brazil. The other one was in Argentina. But I find that stuff fascinating, you know, true crime and that sort of thing. Can't be all sports all the time. College football is starting right away here. The Elks, we do have the World Juniors going on. Uh, it's interesting times, to say the least. Jay Woodcroft coming up today at 12.53. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Uh, yeah, I still thought the train wreck. Uh, did you end up seeing the doc yet on uh, Woodstock 99? I can't convince my girlfriend to watch basically the same story over again, so maybe. Because oh, remember, we watched the Crave one together. Yeah. Uh, you know what's out on Crave? Is it next week? The precursor to Game of Thrones is starting on Crave? Like the prequel? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Pre prequel? I got to get the, you gotta get the terminology uh -huh. down. 
I was never big into Game. You were never big into Game of Thrones. I tried. I got into it late. I admit, I got into it late. I almost gave back my man card when I was discussing how realistic the dragons looked with one of my buddies at the bar one time. He was like, "Yeah, there's." You know what was fun was watching. You'd go on YouTube and they'd have like these parties for Game of Thrones. At a, I think it was at a at a pub in Chicago or whatever, and it was a pretty unique uh, collection of individuals, all dressed up. I'm sure. Uh, well, a lot of a lot of tattoos on everybody. Mind you, maybe that's today's. I mean, how many do you have? I've got a full sleeve on my right arm, and then just one on my calf, and, and that's all I plan on getting. Like I'm done once okay. the sleeve is done. And when I grew up, tattoo was Hervé Velasquez. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody had them back then. Nobody. It's just a different era, right? Like, it's... Plus, at my current weight, if I was to drop some weight, it would end up... It just wouldn't look good. Uh, and it's always possible. 1255 in Edmonton. Uh, you can text us 780-496-0063. Uh, Bob, I almost cut myself a shaving with the death of a salesman reference and an appreciative audience of one, at least. Well, thank you for that. You can text us 780-496-0063. Um, hmm... Bob, where will Keith's leadership, this is from Cold Laker now in the jaw, where will Keith's leadership come from the upcoming season? It's a slap in the face to Woodcroft and Manson and Dreisaitl and McDavid and Hyman and so on. Um, you need compelling hockey to justify pay-per-view. Um, but tell John that ESPN picked up Oilers games this past season. They usually play compelling hockey, and adding the flames is not sweetening the pot. Uh, love the guy, but John had a dog day in August. On Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino. All right, let's get to Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Ken Holland was on uh, last week. We're going to hear from Jay Woodcroft at 105. Ken had this to say on this year's off-season signings. I feel good about what we were able to accomplish over the, the course of the summer. I think that uh, with the growth of some of our forwards, I think we're, we're getting, you know, obviously one of the things that we've tried to do over the last three years is get deeper up front. And I think we're slowly, you know, with the when we did Vander Kane came on board, and now we've kept him, and you know Zach Hyman, the, the, the growth of Yamamoto, and the growth of McLeod, and the growth of Pulleyarvi. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting to camp to see what guys like Holloway and Broberg, uh, Deharnay, Samarukov, mm. uh, Linen, you know, certainly Stu Skinner. We're planning on Stu Skinner. Part of getting better is that the young people are are pushing on not only on your team and getting better but the push to make your to make your team gives you makes you makes you deeper so i think i feel good about where we're at today um but you know if you can find somebody out there that for 750 850 obviously anybody that makes you know under 1.175 you know you, you, that gives you the flexibility that you can put that player in the minors and he's off your cap so that's the beauty of signing somebody that between 750 and 950 now they can come in and make your team and make your team deeper and better good but if if they if they don't win they can go you can put them on waivers and they're off your cap and you can maybe tuck them away in the American League and they can they can give you more depth because uh, over the course of 82 games you're going to need more than 12 or 13 forwards you're going to probably need 14 15 16 forwards and realistically you're probably going to need you know nine or ten defense but so you got to have depth there you go that is Evans Oilers general manager Ken Holland Jay Woodcroft coming up at 105 1257 in Edmonton a reminder all season long the Oilers now injury report is brought to you by James H Brown injury lawyers 
unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results, 250-plus years uh, of experience. At James H. Brown, it's this simple. They're the best at what they do. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers Now, our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky, Jay Woodcroft.